As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So we covered the human being is rare. I think you still remember. And uh, that is where the masters make us understand that out of 8.4 million species, we have become a human being. So being human, it means I become aware And that awareness is freedom. And that freedom helps me to use the things outside in the world. Mm-hmm. Then we become rare when we bypass the animal mentality and we become a yoga man. Yoga man means Now I separate the objective reality from the subjective and I want to know who I am. It sustains. When I become a sattvic person, so what is sattvic person in Eastern wisdom? Told to us by the masters, they say sattvic person has a thirst hunger for the knowledge of the self. He wants to know, she wants to know who am I in the midst of all the thought, action, and the daily works. Gradually he becomes a seeker. Now when he becomes a seeker, he realizes Look at this point there, how these masters have written and taught to their uh, disciples. Now the master says, okay, now you have become seeker. Have you observed the mind? No or yes? So the master makes us realize, look at it. The mind is always wandering, always active, always active. How, why this is mind is always active? Do you see that? You are driving, the mind is thinking. You are eating, the mind is thinking. You are talking to me, the mind is thinking. You go to sleep, mind is thinking. You see that? The yeah. mind is constantly thinking. 
first thing. First thing that the mind is constantly thinking. Right? Now the master says, why don't you understand how, how the thinking happens? How thinking happens? How thinking happens? Thinking maybe about Jack, thinking about Falsua, thinking about Philip, thinking about this crazy speaker who is speaking to you. So thinking has to do with the thoughts. So then master asks, what is a thought? Now see, see the sequence of understanding. What is a thought? So the master gives you, gives us a mathematical equation. He says thought is equal to object plus I as awareness. Thought is equal to I plus awareness. Thought is equal to object plus I as awareness. Now see, pay attention. I am aware of an. I know an. I, the an is sitting in front of me. So N is an object, I is an awareness, and I experience the N is sitting here. Without an object, there cannot be any thought. Give me a thought without object. You cannot find it. Ah, this is my, uh, no, I have a computer, I have a car, I have a house, I have a money, I have no money. You see the object. The object is there, I is there. Mm -hmm. That only constitutes a thought. The thought cannot happen if there is no object. And that object may be a people, place, possessions, event and time. I cannot have any object, I cannot have any thought without an object. Now what people do? Uh, people try to control thought, not the object. See that? And then they try to suppress the mind. The more the suppression, the more the problem. See that? More the suppression, more the problem, and one of the problem is anxiety. Is a conflict. <laughs> you see that? Let us see another part of this. We are doing very higher principles. We are moving into the higher. Now see that you can just, you listen to this recording and sit even for five minutes and ask yourself, okay, let me watch and observe the mind. 
So the thought is always with an object. If there is no object, there is no thought. So what causes the problem? Question is what causes the problem? The master says, no, understand one thing more. What? The object changes. So the experiences changes. You know, I am object to you at present. Yesterday, Wanda was an object. Day before yesterday, Jack was an object. So your object changes, your experience changes. Your very experience with the Jack is different than experience with me. Experience with the Wanda is different from the Jack and from me. So object changes and experience changes. But what is one thing? But one thing remains same. And what is that? I as awareness. You remain the same. Object changes, your experience changes. You are still there. You are still present as an awareness. You are aware of me. You are aware of the Jack. You are aware of Wanda, you are aware of your home, you are aware of your car, you are aware of the computer. All object changes and the experiences changes. Are you clear? And I remains the same. I as awareness remains the same. But what causes the problem? What you are telling me? Your, next, your mind may ask the question. We are answering what causes the problem. So the problem, suffering, is caused when mind says, I am the object and I am the experience. You are not the, your experience. You are not your object. No, when you say that I know Jack, it does not mean that you are Jack. You are Vanda, you are Acharya, no. It is your experience. So when the mind forgets oneself and identifies with the experience and the object, so then what happens? That is known as identification. That is known as attachment. That is known as the cause of suffering. Why? With every experience, with every experience and object, we have a sense of attachment. And that causes the suffering. You see that whether it is a computer, whether it is a person, so why the attachment now? Again, why attachment? Why attachment? Why likes and dislikes? So and so on. So the master say it is lack of awareness of our true nature. What does that mean? It is lack of light in a dark room.
it is why we say asato masatagamaya moving from the false to the truth leads us to peace and happiness see that. it appears the entire sequence appears very simple but if we do not contemplate our wrong notions as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93% of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com/podcast that's indeed.com/podcast terms and conditions apply are not removed without contemplation first thing we continue to suffer second we have a wrong notion that continues suffering continues this is how the master says now see that we are not talking of the go god we are talking of the facts of daily life this is the beauty the higher the journey of this eastern wisdom greater the clarity so our problem is our problem is mind what means mind thoughts experiences and objects in the mind remember objects in the mind not objects outside i'm not a problem but attachment is a problem jack is not a problem attachment with the jack is a problem do you understand that so our problem in the mind and that is the reason mind is wandering all the time outside one reason second reason it is the nature of the mind came from the animal kingdom this is a very important point see that understand that we science says and we also say we are a product of animals have you seen your dog and the cat there is a noise in these animals become extremely alert attentive and defensive any dog in the midnight you make a noise and they react have you seen that they react 
Why they react? Their mind is pre-programmed. What is that pre-programming? That programming by the nature, that programming by the nature has four aspects. First, self-preservation by food, self-protection, safety, self-reproduction, the self-rest mechanism that is sleep, the four instinct. Let me know any animal, even the lion who is sleeping and you make a little noise, they react to it. How they react when the mind has to be extremely aware of the things and events and actions outside? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So these impressions has entered into the human mind also because we were evolved from animals. We have never taken care of the mind. The mind is wandering, we say, okay, let it wander. We hardly care, we damn care, I'm driving. Why the thought has come? Unnecessary, unwanted. I'm driving, I have a thought of a cat. I'm driving, I have a thought of 20 years that has passed. Do you see that? It is because of the animal mind. So the mind has a problem. Mind has a problem. What is the default setting of the mind is wandering outside. Is it is it is an animal mind. And now we have created more problems. What? Smartphone, budge, text messages, and the mind says go outside, see what happens. Huh? We have a smart watch that vibrates into your wrist. Oh, you have to see that. We have created every nuisance to keep the mind outside. And then we ask, can I meditate? No, you cannot meditate. You cannot meditate, simple. <laughs> I told Casey, please keep your smart watch from the rest. Let the smart watch leave your rest. Otherwise, I'm guiding you meditation and you have a vibration in the smart watch you will look at those messages. What the hell you are doing? How can you succeed in it? Why this is a problem? Now, we should logically understand why the wandering mind is a problem. So the master says what? Master says very simple thing. 
that mindfulness or meditation is a state behind the mind and we keep ourselves in front of the mind and that is why the mind is wandering all the time. <laughs> Are you getting it? I'm speaking little higher principles. So why mind is wandering? See that, see logical. See the reason. See the clear understanding why the mind is wandering. First thing, it is the default setting. Came from the animal mind. And we have added more to this wandering mind. So we have created a neurotic habit. The mind is listening and thinking something else. Mind is eating and thinking something else. Come on, mind. What the hell you are doing? Look at it. The master says meditation means I should go behind the mind. The moment I go behind the mind, I leave all the distractions and... But how to do it? That is what the meditation is. So meditation should be understood with reference to these principles. Then it works. If we do not practice meditation without understanding these principles, the mind continues to wander. When I say just close your eyes and be comfortable, the mind says very good. It remains calm for a few seconds and then it starts talking to oneself. Have you seen that? It starts talking to oneself. It starts wandering, and if it is not thinking, then it moves the body. It doesn't move the body, then it says, no, you have a pain in the body. Okay, when the mind says, okay, you want to keep me inside, let me fall into unconsciousness. So the mind becomes a great cheater. So once we understand the nature of the mind, Consider the mind as an enemy, a great enemy, this mind. So once I know how the enemy works, I can take a defense. <laughs> mind is an enemy, so take a defense. How to take a defense? Understand its nature. Mind is enemy. So what? First understand the nature of the mind, then we know what defense we can take against the mind. Third, how to work on the mind. And once we know all this, then our steps are clear of any meditation. Nature of the mind, by default it is moving outside from where it has come from the animal mind. We have never taken care of the mind, 
So the animal mind is heavily conditioned by the society, by the religion, by the culture. Okay, heavy conditioning. The mind cannot stand still. Mind is a movement. Nature of the mind. Understand the nature of the mind. Nature of the mind is like a river. Now see, I'm giving you a simple, what is what it means river? The river means the flow of water with two banks. The water doesn't flow, it is not a river. So if the thoughts doesn't flow, no mind. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Thought flows. There is a mind. <laughs> Are you getting it? <laughs> you see that? It's a simple, I'm using a simple analogy. So it means mind also has two banks. One is Shreyas, other is Preyas. I have talked in detail about the Shreyas and the Preyas. Shreyas, Preyas. Mind has two banks. Thoughts are flowing in between them. So these thoughts have to be redirected to Shreyas Shreyas means self-discovery. Preyas means the mind is wandering outside. We have to use the same thought. We have to use the same alphabet. But we want to you go to the bank of a Shreyas, not to the bank of a Preyas. The real journey of meditation starts there. Let us do the practice and see how it works. Eyes are closed. 
Eyes are closed. You are sitting or lying down. Take your time. So eyes are closed and just wait. Close your eyes and look inside the mind. Says okay I will be calm and it remains calm for a few seconds and then it starts talking to itself. Unnecessarily. We are not doing anything. We are not going against the mind. We are just watching and observing in the field of awareness that becomes a very strong meditation practice. Now looking at the neck joint, feeling the sensation being comfortable and the steadiness where the comfort, the sensation and the steadiness is there in the body. It is your experience now and look inside at the mind. The mind says good. For a few seconds it remains calm and it still starts wandering, talking to itself. You will see it is so natural to the mind and we never become natural to the mind. We never know the nature of the mind and it is not possible. Now why the mind starts talking to itself? It is a thought. What is a thought? Ah, it has, to an, has an object. So it did not get secure peace and happiness with that object, so it rewinds. The mind becomes a pre-recorded CD. It runs, it reruns, it runs, it runs again. And you will see these thoughts are useless, not desired, and still they come. Why? pre-recorded DVD. We are not doing anything to the mind. We are going little deeper at every moment in meditation today. Looking at the hip joint, feeling the sensation, being comfortable and experiencing the steadiness. The mind suddenly becomes calm for a few seconds with that experience of comfort, of steadiness, and then the mind starts talking again.
we never become aware of the mind. The entire body become aware of the entire body from the top to the toes experience comfort in the body experience sensation in the body experience steadiness in the body that has an impact on the mind for a few seconds and the mind starts chattering again Do you see the body is different from the mind? Mind may be hesitated, continue talking, but the body remains in the state of being comfortable, sensation, and steadiness. experience the two layers of our existence. The body is living in the state of sensation, comfort and steadiness. But the mind is jumping inside. Can I keep the body in the state of comfort, steadiness and the sensation and let the mind continue to jump. When the mind continues to jump, we don't allow its working on the body how we continue to experience the state of sensation, being comfortable and steady. The mind still is talking to itself. When it is talking, there are the thoughts, feeling and the sensations. So we say, be carefree, let the thought come and go. What we have understood today by default setting of the mind, it is constantly moving outward. And the moment it moves outward, it meets an object. The moment it meets an object, so it has a thought. See that point. Thought, object, thought cannot be present without an object. Object may be a person, may be a thing, may be any object. It may be a pain, it may be a pleasure, it may be a relationship. Look at it.
and so one master suggests why not ask the mind to learn from the body how come what to learn from the body at this time there is a uh, sensation in the body it is comfortable and it is steady so we say okay let us move little deeper look at the head and the neck and experience sensation relaxation and stillness this master says this is the first step and he says this step is some what is some relaxed body comfortable body steady body why the body cannot move by itself look at the right arm experience sensation relaxation and stillness look at the left arm sensation relaxation and stillness look at both right leg sensation relaxation and stillness left leg sensation relaxation and stillness the entire body sensation relaxation and stillness look inside the mind also feels as if calmness is there but after a few seconds the mind starts talking again the master says the body takes a mental form and the mind takes the body form what it means if we allow the body to remain rested comfortable steady and relaxed and then we ask the mind to learn from the body second step is the dhamma it is known as dhamma and both together becomes the third step known as uparati we are picking up these three steps today we are not doing anything we experience the body is at rest and relaxed and steady and stillness mind is hesitated it's still talking ah jumping from one thought to the other so we tell the mind don't be a beggar don't ask for peace look at the body so what we do the moment any thought comes you look at the entire body and re-experience the state of being comfortable carefree stillness 
and you can see for a few seconds the mind remains calm and again it starts talking to itself. The moment it starts talking you realize, you observe, you feel there is a thought. Return your mind on the body. Look at the entire body. Feel the sensation. Be comfortable. Experience the steadiness and the stillness. You are not doing anything. You are not a beggar for peace and happiness. Your mind is not a beggar. No blame, no complaint, no rejection, no laziness, no craziness. No suppression. The way we give example to our kids from other kids. Look at that kid, you know how calm he is. So our kid also becomes little bit calmer. By repeat, repeating the same. The thought again comes, return your mind. Tell the mind, look at the body. See the body, it is comfortable. There is a sensation, there is a relaxation, there is a stillness. How simple is that? And when the mind leaves its wandering nature and it moves to the it moves to the body. Why? The mind wants to learn the same steadiness, same calmness, same comfortable, same relaxed in sensation. So when the mind naturally seeks to learn from the body, how? How the mind learns? Simply take it to the body. The moment any thought comes, it is seeking. Let us play, the mind plays hide and seek game. How the mind starts talking to itself, so the peace is hidden inside. So you start seeking peace and relaxation and steadiness from the body through your own experience at this moment and you will discover <coughs> the mind calms down. Hide and seek. How the peace hides its, uh, how the peace is hidden? 
because mind starts talking to itself. Talking is a thought. Thought is an object. Mind is wandering outside. So we are not cursing the mind, blaming the mind, reacting to the mind, suppressing the mind. We say, mind, good, you are wandering. Now look at this body. It is not wandering. It is in the state of sensation, relaxation and stillness. Okay. That much is done. In a higher practice, higher the practice, the simpler it is. The simpler it is, the subtler it is. <clears throat> it is subtle practice. What is simple? It is very subtle. What is subtle? The mind becomes aware deeper within of the nature of the mind, which is wandering, of an experience of the body, that is sensation, relaxation and stillness, separation of the body from the mind, and hide in the seek. The moment the mind talking, you are taking the mind to the body. Please learn from the body. Look at the sensation, relaxation and stillness in the body. It accelerates the process of evolution of the mind. Very fast. How simple it is. We are not doing anything, hide and seek, experience of the body continues, so the experience of the mind also continues. And that mind, we realize when the mind looks at the body, the mind becomes calm for a while, then it starts talking. The frequency of its talking goes on decreasing as we continue the practice. The time comes, ah, the mind takes the form of the body. What is that form? Sensation, relaxation and stillness. Then it doesn't like to wander. It finds a joy inside. So that hide game stops, the mind continues to enjoy the state and you are there in mindfulness. How long we have to do until the mind changes completely? <clears throat> Oh.
Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Bring your mind to the right hand, your mind to the left hand. Lift your Buddha palms, place it on your eyes. Open the eyes inside. Know your experiences. Bring the hands down and set up to share our experiences now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 